Welcome back to the Penguin Life Podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Mo. Back to deliver another dose of your weekly realness. Here we discuss life, love, and everything in between completely unfiltered and all the way uncensored. This is truly not a show for the weak at heart. Nope. (laughs) You already know what it is, people. We bring some real and raw truths in hopes that it will help you, inspire you to be a better you. All in all, we're just trying to give the people what they want, what they what need. What they ask for. Like, we the people too. Yeah, we, we, we people. legit the people. And honestly, when we were that coming up, coming of age, all of that, it just wasn't much of a... Um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like it wasn't it wasn't much guidance. It wasn't anybody telling you, hey girl, yeah, don't go head first into that situation because no. it's gonna be a complete fucking disaster. Like it wasn't a whole bunch of people telling you that. No, it was more so your parents like, you know what, I don't like them, so no, you can't. Correct. And you know, we all know whatever the hell our parents tell us don't do, we wanna do it times ten. So it's not really, you know, anybody worth Let or, me raise my hand because I wasn't like Okay, girl. <laughs> Just because you weren't like that doesn't mean anything. The the ninety nine percent of the population yeah. was, oh, my mom said don't do it. I'm finna do it times ten and then do it again. And just because she said, no, I'm going to do it in her face. Like, that's just how we were. And mm-hmm. you don't really want to be told no. That's, that's just... like, first of all, I hate the word no. Like, I don't even understand why people use it. To talk to me. She, and, she, and you see, <laughs> she's saying that to me. I know you're saying that to yeah. me. You're throwing whole ass intentional shade my way. It's not intentional shade, babe. I don't need sunglasses I, for I this. am a palm tree. <laughs> <laughs> I am a palm tree. And Look. I'm being very honest with you in saying that I don't like the word no. It would be in your best interest to not tell me that. Well, that's not going to happen. I don't like it. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I don't like it. I'm sorry. Well, how can we work on it? We gotta, you gotta start wanting or doing things that don't require me to say no. No, that's not gonna happen. See how that shit works? <laughs> it don't work. <laughs> so, oftentimes we feel like we're the only ones in the world handling life's many lessons because life be giving us some fucking lemons, baby. Let me tell you. And they be saying, you know, make lemonade, make a key lime pie, you know, all this other bullshit. Man, sometimes you got to take them bitches back. Sometimes you just got to take it. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you just got to go on here and take it for what it is. But it's nice to know that there are other people out there getting those same mm-hmm. fucking bag of lemons. And you're not by yourself. Right. So, this week, we wanted to get into a really good episode and really give you guys, like, an interesting topic give you something to think about um this week is going to be another episode that is a listener question so to speak Mm -hmm. so a listener hit us up in a dm and was like hey kind of would love for you guys to touch on this topic just to kind of see what other people are thinking where you guys head is with it and hopes that it can like inspire me in a different way you know what i'm saying like not not sure how our listener is handling this situation but maybe this episode could be the new train of thought that she's looking for or the confirmation that the way she sees it is the correct way right now granted everybody's situation is going to be different but it's like with this particular episode like i'm i'm pretty sure many of us especially some of us who are 
you know, in the older spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, with, we're not babies here. Like, we're, we, all those who are adulting. Correct. Like that. If you're adulting, this episode is definitely for yeah. you. Because once you get to that place of adulting, there's very few things that you will accept Hello. and deal with. Hello. Because, baby, we fucking grown out here. Okay? Knock, knock. And baby. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so when you really, like, real life got bills that keep revolving and mm-hmm. keep coming and your name is on it, <laughs> it's just certain shit you can't deal with, food. Your tolerance level will go on down. Zero. It's on zero. Okay. okay? Because and money talks and bullshit walks. Right. Period. And in the event that that is not how you govern yourself and you just so happen to be that person that is living carefree off of mommy and daddy, it's not that maybe you haven't gained your wings just yet. But if you are living off of mommy and daddy, you may want to stay out the dating scene. (laughs) Period. Because you're not prepared for what real live adults are dealing with. And before we get into that. Baby. What up? How you doing though? How you you feeling though? What's up though? What up though? What up though? What up though? (laughs) (laughs) Man, you know what? I'm feeling good, yo. You're looking beautiful. Your skin glowing. Really? I look like I stink. I got on this damn tank top that I done stretched all out. But the thing is, I know you smell amazing, so I hope so. Shit. (laughs) 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 But nah, I'm feeling good. Like, um, work is good. Um, had a wonderful weekend. Yes. Shout out to the good weekend. The weekend, y'all. Pride, Atlanta Pride 2019. This is Pride number two. Now, you know Atlanta be having Black Pride, and then you got the other Pride where it's like... It's everybody. 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 No, no, you know what I'm saying? Does it, it's all inclusive. All inclusive. Yes. So, you know, me and the wife, we was out and about, did hey. some good brunching, did some all-black parties, mm-hmm. and partied it with the 25s and up. Yes, which was an experience, y'all. That Yo. was an experience. We'll, we'll get into that in a few Yeah, we'll get yeah. But other than that, you know what I'm saying? Just spending time with my wife, us doing our thing, just really having fun. It was it was amazing. Like That's super dope. And I'm still fucking tired. I feel like I was supposed to get enough sleep, but I am tired, boss. We got we need like three days to catch up from the two days that we went out partying. Yep. We're old in real life. And so we need three days to catch up for the two days. No, legit. Like, no bullshit. I'm being so young. Now, so see, when I call us, oh, you be ready to snap my whole neck. No, I'm a realist. I know that we can't be out until 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and then pop back up and go to brunch. That's true. We're not... We old. We stayed out till I think it was 12.44. Listen. <laughs> and we didn't get home from the commute until, like, 1.15. And then we got in the bed, and then we got up about 9-something, mm-hmm. and was like, oh, let's go to brunch. And then we showered and got ready, and that was all false energy. Girl, we was pulling <laughs> that shit from some damn where, I don't know what was in the air. Maybe it was the fact that we wanted to get lit that morning. And of course, we had bottomless mimosas. Bottomless mimosas. So, Who the fuck would bring bottomless mimosas to the Williams table? Like, girl, I don't even know why anybody would bring that to College us. Park. Um, These damn people out here, yeah. they want us to just be out there doing shit. True. You know? But, all in all, this weekend was amazing. Spent time with the wife, spent time with some good friends. 
my wife, uh, some co-workers of hers. Yes, you know, real, real, real cool. You know, shout dope out spirits. to them. Dope, dope. Um, Definitely really shout nice out to them. People. I bumped into an old co-worker from years ago. I hadn't seen. I thought she left Georgia for good. She was in the parade, so it was good to bump into her. It was just an amazing event to turn out all the love, the freedom, and just the happiness that was just swarming the Atlanta streets. It was amazing, y'all. I it just felt wonderful yeah and to spend that with my wife this was our this was our first real well this was our first like pride pride together and that sounds weird but like mo said there's like several other breaks break offs of pride Mm -hmm. and this was like our first pride pride together meaning doing the parade being out in the streets with the assless chaps and the titties free flowing when i let me tell you something real quick when i tell (laughs) y'all about the 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 man boobs and the assless chaps with the balls just hanging out hanging out and saying hey to everybody yeah I know all the queens was out there losing their shit. Listen, it was I a just real know situation. It. Mm-hmm. And it was a real enjoyable situation. I, I, can, uh, yes. I can definitely tell you that. Like, it was just an experience to really be out there and to see so many people be liberated and feel entirely free mm-hmm. to be them. No mm-hmm. judgment. No, you know, people telling them what they can't do, who they can't love, who they can't come home to. It was just so liberating. And all love. I loved it. I even saw you know mom hugs dad hugs grandma hugs you know for those people who came out of the closet and were you know disowned by their family members which is trash as fuck if you know someone who is struggling with coming out definitely help with getting some resources for them Mm -hmm. because it's it's hard you know what i'm saying and the family that you are born into that's not the only family you have. Exactly. And if you feel like that's the only family you have, we're your family now. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. Hit us in the DM, sis. Hit us in the DM, bro. We, we family. Will, we will like, talk. We will be there for you the best way that we can. Absolutely. And you know what I'm saying? Because it's, when people do that shit, like, your kids, they're still your kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're still your daughters and your sons and, you know, your nieces and your nephews and your grandkids. Like, that's so trash because society is already fucked up and janky as fuck Mm -hmm. and so to disown them because of who they choose to love shit be happy that they know love say that you know what say that damn shit i mean say that fucking again at least they know love because clearly if you can give your child up to the world because they like or love the same who sex they like or they don't, you have don't a gender agree with preference. it you don't know love for real correct you really don't know love for real and i'm saying that i don't give a damn who's listening you don't know love if you can do that if you can really disown your flesh and blood like that because for of loving. that mm-hmm. you don't know love man correct. you really don't and yeah you need to see somebody correct you need to be loved because clearly you don't know what the fuck that shit is correct somebody missed somebody did you wrong somewhere along the lines and told you that that hate is how you give love right because that's not how that shit works but but baby yeah let me let me interject into this before we get into a whole new conversation (laughs) we're gonna say that for another episode for real for y'all that's 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 gonna be on our soon to come maybe we'll discuss our coming out stories Ooh, 
Yeah. Ooh, that's gonna be funny. That's gonna be dope. Ooh, that's I think gonna be we, funny as hell. I think we should discuss our coming out stories that, that might way. Be. And you know what? Because so many people have different views on it, some people never had to come out. I'll be interested to see if we can find some people like that. And we will. That'd be dope. But All right. before that, baby. Yes. Baby, you listening? Yes, I'm listening. Hello. Shh. Shh. You hear that? Okay, now that she's quiet, y'all, I can ask her. <laughs> oh, shit, I took it down. Oh, I'm playing, baby. I love you so, so much. I love you, chocolate queen, chocolate goddess. Dang. Baby. Yeah. I love you. I love you. How you be? I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm doing good, y'all. Like, we, um, like we were talking, Pride was amazing. It was awesome. It was epic. And um, I'm just ready to get into this episode for y'all because I had an entire meltdown yesterday and Oof. I'm back I'm back I'm Girl, back I was ready to just mm. listen I own my meltdowns my wife knows how to deal with me and I love her for it I was about to st- I was imploding imploding literally I can tell y'all what it looks like have y'all ever seen like that cartoon where the character's head kind of explodes but it's on the inside and you can see their body just kind of go boom and they come back into form and everything's okay again that was mo <laughs> picture that shit in the most hilarious way that, that was me that was mo because but, the way this chick oh goodness oh and i was tired too girl being with them damn kids and then you come home all i'm trying to be all good baby just come you were amazing and da, da, da. you come upstairs and here you go just yelling. Well, why I can't do this? Why? And I'm just like, well, God, just give it to me. Get your ass in the shop. Just give it to me. Damn, I was that bad. Girl, I loved you through my anger. Aww. I sure did. I love you, babe. Uh-huh. I love you, too. I'm telling you, y'all. Y'all don't kenny me. <laughs> 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 Look. Ooh. Listen. Glad we got through that. I am hell on wheels when I've had a bad day. And I know that I am. And the most essential thing for me is Mo has learned this. When I am in a mood and I'm having a bad day or my brain is in like a clusterfuck, (laughs) my space can't be in a clusterfuck because a cluttered space is a cluttered mind. And a cluttered mind is never a good place for Kendra to be. Mm-hmm. Like, ever. So, when I come upstairs and things look out of place and disorganized and shuffled, I started to lose my shit. And I'm sorry, but I did. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. But, however, I got into the shower. She lit me some incense. She lit me some candles. The room was filled with frankincense, which smells fucking amazing if you guys have not smelled it like please get some frankincense it helps to calm and soothe and i meditated and i felt great mm-hmm. i felt amazing afterwards and when i got the shower she was nowhere to be found which let me know further that she was upset that um i was driving her nuts 
and I went downstairs. I was a better person. We cuddled after she came down off of being upset. I had to ask for a hug because I didn't know if it was safe or not. I was sitting there <laughs> eating my ice to cool me down. You should have seen every single ice cube that I ate. It was like some sizzles. Was and listen, but she handled me like a Look. champ. And I love her so much for dealing with my crazy mm. and really just being there with me don't be looking at me with them eyes like that i love you though i love you that's what i'm talking about see all right y'all so (laughs) we finna get into this episode for you guys and um we just want you to guys to sit back relax and enjoy the discussion peace and positive vibes feeling good feeling great we're back we are back we feeling crazy. I'm feeling crazy. Man, all right, y'all. So as we were talking about earlier, sorry for the blooper that we're going to leave in here because we just want y'all to know that we really rarely edit these episodes and y'all get the real Ken and Mo. Like, look, we are feeling amazing. We are in great spirits and... Yep. As we were previously talking about. This week's episode, man, it came from listeners' questions. And they wanted to know. They wanted to know, how do you handle dating somebody who's less independent as you? Meaning, you have real adult responsibilities. You paying bills, you got a mortgage, or even if you're renting, whatever, you're doing it on your own dime. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your livelihood depends on your money, your paycheck, what the people sign off and pay you every week. Right. But as you're doing your adulting, this other person that you're dating still living at home with mommy and daddy. You know what I'm saying? And they may be occasionally contributing to a water bill or a grocery or, you know, something to that magnitude. But they don't have half as many responsibilities as you do. Right. Not the full-on adult experience. Like, they ain't got no rent, no kids, no car, no no real bills besides keeping themselves together. Nothing else. That's it. That's that's really all. And, you know, if they decided that they want to go to Cancun, they can just go buy a ticket tomorrow because all their money is for them, essentially. Right. And they want you to be able to hop on that plane with them. But you like, sis, wait, pause, flag on the play. I got rent in two weeks. What you talking about going to Cancun? Mm-mm. How do you maneuver dating a person that isn't really truly adulting? But like, you are. Right. They ain't on that level. They haven't leveled the fuck up yet. No. And they want you to be irresponsible with them, essentially. Right. They ain't got shit to do. We got bills. So, you know, they ain't got nothing to worry about. So they can spend their little whatever hundreds of dollars on a trip or whatever and come back home to mommy and daddy who pay for everything. Correct. They're going to still have a roof. When you come back, shit. your shit going to have a notice on it that said, threw your shit out two weeks ago. Sorry. Right. So they have yard sale down the street and then you seeing somebody riding around with your damn clothes on. Correct. No. And so it, it's a really challenging place to be because in today's world, I see it all too often that, you know, people are not really truly responsible mm-hmm. and being a financially sound, responsible person is essential in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Like a real one. If you really want to have a real responsible, a real adult relationship, 
you gotta be real responsible for your shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't, honestly, in my personal opinion, and this is just me, I could be wrong, but if you still living at home with mommy and daddy and there's not a real fair reason as to why you're doing that, you probably shouldn't be seeking a real relationship because right. you don't really know the sacrifice it's gonna take to be in said relationship. Right, because the expectation, the person uh, who is doing their own on their own nowadays on some real shit and that I'm, I mean I can't speak for everybody because I'm right. pretty sure there's some exceptions to some people yeah, out there absolutely. but you've got people out here doing a whole ass adulting thing job, car, home mortgage or home rent whatever they're doing it on their own and they are concerned about stacking their money so they can retire they got a whole retirement plan. Correct. And you sitting up here. You sitting up here doing your thing. But the expectation of the person who's on their shit, typically that expectation is for whoever they get with is on the same level or higher. Mm-hmm. So they both can like just be riding in the sunset together smoothly and financially sound. Correct. I can't, I can't kick it with somebody who want to go to Jamaica on on you know what I'm saying a wing and a prayer and then we got to come back and figure out how, how we, we gonna, gonna eat, eat and where we Jinx, gonna live. Soda. <laughs> like that's you know what I'm saying that's an essential part. Like we went to Jamaica but we ain't got no toilet tissue to wash our ass. Mm-mm. Like I it it just doesn't make any sense to me. But there are people who live like that and they feel like it's totally fine to be irresponsible to that degree. But then they want to check you for how you're living. Right. Like, well, you don't treat yourself enough. You spend all your money on your finances. Why you can't just take a month off of your bills? I'd be like, hold See? up, bitch. Now, I'm sorry to call people bitches, but hold up, bitch. <laughs> who, who the fuck, who are you? Who can take a month off of their responsibilities and actually still be able to come back? Hello? Unless you a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? Can't nobody do that shit. Or unless you live with mommy and daddy that's paying for everything. You can't do that shit. Right. And so it comes down to would you be able to date a person who is not financially sound to your level of being financially sound. Right. And how do you handle them trying to give you advice? Correct. how to handle your own pockets. You can't give me advice on what I should be spending. Mm -hmm. You just can't. Because, you know, coming from, you know, a place of where I am, like, I'm the partner that brought the kid into the relationship. So quite honestly, I have our bills that we share and then our son is a whole nother bill that we both now share together. Mm -hmm. But he was a bill for me by myself as a single individual person that we now jointly share. But I wouldn't be able to have a real conversation with Mo if she's like, oh, let's take trips and this and that when I know that our son over here needs new school clothes and new shoes and, Mm -hmm. you know... Uh, supplies and all different kinds of things. We wouldn't be able to have a real a, conver- a real conversation because the level of where her mental is at and where mine is at is on two totally different places. Right. I honestly don't think we'd end up together. <laughs> we wouldn't. We would. It would. It wouldn't be any way that we could work because nah. you just you you wouldn't be adult enough for me. Mm-hmm. That's a word. Why are you looking at me like that? Like it's true. No. Like. like- <laughs> You are so silly. But no, like, you're not adult enough for me. Like how Tony Braxton said, you wasn't man enough for me. Wait, she ain't said that, honey. 
Oh God, I can't. I'm sorry. You can't help yourself, can you? <laughs> you just can't. I love you, Tony. So, for you, babe. Yes. Would you be able to date someone that you have to explain your finances to and kind of break it to them in the in the way of why you can't be irresponsible? Hell no. And I'm gonna tell you why. Cause they don't understand. But what if First the, of what all, if they're open to understanding, but they just never was with a person or a partner that you know broke it down in that way that says, "Hey, listen, responsibilities come first, and fun comes second. Okay. Until I see that being practiced, no, because I can tell you and teach you all day mm-hmm. the why and the why not and the why can't and all of that stuff <laughs> and why won't. I don't know. It became one just now. But why won't or any of that stuff? If I, I mean, I could teach that to you all day. Right. But if I don't see that on a consistent basis, even if we weren't dating and we were just friends, so I was, I I knew what your situation was. I knew Mm -hmm. what you do throughout the day and all that stuff. And how irresponsible you are. Right. And if I don't see any improvements on the gems that I've dropped, the financial gems that I've dropped to you, hell fucking no, I wouldn't be able to be with you because number one, I'm not being dragged down with you financially. True. And I have certain plans and goals with my money. True. That won't allow me to go on frivolous trips. I have to plan for these things. Mm-hmm. Now, let's not get things wrong. I can afford to do right. these things. Right. Just not at this moment do I want to do it. I want to plan it out so I can not only go on this trip carefree, mm-hmm. but I'm still stacking my money while I'm And I can there. come back home with a peace of mind. Hello. So, See, it's a difference between adulting and just barely trying to fucking get that shit together. No. Because real adults think about the right now and the later. Mm-hmm. So there's always a cause to cause that cause. And I'm sorry, I can't function on... I'm going to just do this right now and fuck the consequences. Like, no. it's cool to a certain extent to live that YOLO lifestyle. But when you a real adult with real responsibilities, YOLO is not a fucking word in your vocabulary. Matter of fact, YOLO is still planned. <laughs> Correct. The, the YOLO is still planned. You only live once. I'm a plan to only live once. Correct. Or have a only live once experience. So I could say YOLO all day when clearly I planned this whole shit out. Correct. You know what and I'm I made it look that damn good. Hey. Like I was living on the edge. It's all aesthetics. Hold whole time. You it's the I'm angles saying? for this. Hey, high five. It's the angles. Yes. That's all it is. Like you a lot of people really take this shit and run with this whole facade of just doing whatever the fuck, not living, not caring about what their money is doing or where it's going. Mm-hmm. Y'all taking these celebrity lives. And thinking that, oh, I could do that too. Yeah, yeah if you had their money, you could. Yeah, but, but you even, don't. And exactly, but even with their money, they still got to plan that shit out. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing that celebrities will never show y'all. Yes, they have, you know, endless amounts of money, but that money still got to be planned for because mm-hmm. the same way they got it is the same way they could lose it. Yep. They could wake up tomorrow broke as a damn joke. Mm-hmm. And who going to check them? Who going to pay their bills? Who is going to sustain you know what I'm saying? So somewhere along the lines, you have to become an adult and you just have to really realize that there's a bigger picture outside of yourself. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm going to take it a step further. I've known a few people who look like they lived on their own while really they didn't live on their own. The only thing that they paid for was the roof over their head because the car note, the car insurance, the water bill, and the light bill were all in their parents' names. Yup. And so don't get tricked and trapped into that shit either because it's all a game at the end of the day Mm -hmm. because they sitting here having you thinking that they paying for their whole life when in all actuality, the only thing they paying is for the roof. Hey. All the utilities inside of the house are being kept on by mommy and daddy. Yeah. And so, you know, this is where transparency comes into play and you really need to sit down and have a conversation with the part, with, with the potential mate to find out how they operate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was funny when the listener brought this question to us because this is something that me and Mo have discussed um, previously and in the beginning of our relationship, kind of just talking about how important finances were to us and how important paying bills on time was to us because we could be those people that's like oh this bill is due the first of the month i'll wait till the 15th there's no late fee until then and i'll pay it then but we're not those kind of people i don't like to live on that kind of edge and she doesn't like to live on that kind of edge so it's very important that you partner up with someone who has the same ideals as you when it comes to adulting because you can't help somebody level up who don't see the bigger picture Mm -hmm. you can't it's almost impossible Nope. You know what I mean? You can you can lead a horse to water, but you, you can't, can't force him to drink. drink. And That's some real, real sayings right there, man. If you two are on the same page, then you just won't be on the same page. You know what I mean? Like, somehow, some way, the importance of finances and being sound have to be top priority. Right. Now, let's take it back mm-hmm. about, you know, our histories. Mm-hmm starting with us being with our parents you know what I'm saying both of my parents were in the financial industry the finance industry growing up you know in different areas from regular banking Mm -hmm. to insurances with banking personal banking uh, marketing and advertising uh, mortgages and loans lending all across the board you know what I'm saying so I grew up in a household where everything had to be budgeted for Mm -hmm. now there were some times where you know my mom she'd like to splurge and you know do something just random for us kids Mm -hmm. and for herself but it was very rare about herself and more so about us kids and my dad and the household and stuff like that my mom was really and she still is a selfless woman right you know um so when it came to allowances and things like that watching my parents budget even though even before I knew what budgeting was I was budgeting right because I chose what to spend my allowance on Mm -hmm. I knew down to the last penny how much I had in my money canteen. Mm-hmm. How much I had in my little red purse. I had a little red purse. Oh, God. <laughs> had a little can't. last red purse I used to put in between my mattress, sometimes underneath my uh, bed sheet and my mattress, so nobody <laughs> knew where it was. So I, every time I went to bed, I always moved my feet around in the, in the, in the bed just to make sure I felt my purse. So so you, what you're telling me is you had trust issues from a young age. I had a sister who she the only way she'd be my friend is if 
I did what she told me to do. And I felt like it would get down to money. So I hid all my shit. So, you know what I'm saying? It sounds like you had trust issues. Look, girl. But I I was very particular about what I spent my money on. Let me get you some therapy. And growing up, you know, the more jobs I got, the more responsibilities I had and stuff like that, saving money was very, 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 very big to me. Mm-hmm. Being in college when, you know, at times mom and dad couldn't send me money to do certain things, I had to, you know, thrive on what I had. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or, and I did have friends who they had endless amounts of cash and they were like, hey, Mom, I got you, don't worry about it. Cool, rich friend, do what you want to do. I will <laughs> gladly take it. You right. know what I'm saying? And I will pay you back in friendship. Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, no, it was it was appreciated. But, you know, now that, you know, I'm an adult, I'm also in the finance uh, industry as well, seeing different aspects of how money works, the structure of banking and all that stuff. And, you know, the, the situations people get themselves into mm-hmm. and how, as a bank how we are trying to fix it. You know right. what I'm saying? It's it's a lot. Y'all just don't understand it's a lot. It's more than just overdraft fees. It's a lot of shit that goes into it. But the responsibility, learning that stuff, you know mm. what I'm saying? It, it plays a lot in our household today. Right. So with the knowledge that I have, and of course, thank God, my wife is financially sound as well. We see eye to eye on a lot of things. There's sometimes where she be wanting to, well, can we just... Let's just Listen, and I'll be like, baby, because I just want to throw it in the bag and keep it moving. Ah, you want to throw it in a dog. I want to throw it. In, I listen. We have been having a very, very, very intense, detailed conversation, and for all of our listeners out there, I want y'all to hit us up and chime in on this this particular topic. How much is too much to spend on a furry friend? How much is too much? to spend on a furry friend i've been looking at fur babies and here we go yeah the ranges have been anywhere from 350 on up and i personally feel like 600 is a safe number and it's because i've had a puppy before he did cost me 600 and it was including shipping this may be something that sounds unrealistic for some of you guys but for me i'm willing to throw it in the bag we we saving that. Don't y'all if y'all DM, chime in if and y'all DM, DM us about that and stuff. Understand know. when I see that DM first, you gonna know it's me responding to you. <laughs> You're gonna know it's me. Okay. I but just want to hear some other people's opinions. We because ain't we ain't talking. Okay. See what I'm saying, y'all? Just what I'm talking about. Besides that, but see, no. Okay, Don't I worry. love you though. Y'all gonna see a cute little fur baby. See, some shit, Don't worry man. About it. See Roxy. That's why Roxy is a stud. And then this other dog. Okay, all right. So, baby, <laughs> that's my that that before we got interjected with the dog talk. That basically is the financial stuff from my end. Baby, how was it with you in your household growing up? How was your financial mind set up? when it came to you being on your own and all of that so my dad was the planner my mom was the executor and she was also the spender which is weird 
because <laughs> she was in charge of paying the bills on time. What she did, we had lights, we had a roof, we had water, but she also spent money. Like when I'm talking about money, I'm talking about money. Like my money. mom, my mom was a spender for sure. She used to like to get herself little trinkets and you know little outfits and you know all different kinds of things like that. But I grew up thinking to myself that the more money I had for myself, the better. So I never wanted to depend on another person. I never wanted to look to someone to supply me with anything. So saying that I wanted to be a financially sound partner, I never really had to set that as an intention because that was just instilled in me from the beginning to be that way. Mm -hmm. Anything that my partner is unable to get or unwilling to get, I can get it for myself. So I never went through that complex of, I just want to live with my parents and be carefree and blow my money on bullshit. So I don't understand that, that train of thought and a person who would do that and then want to be with a financially sound individual. It's like oil and water. It's almost a recipe for disaster because this person wants to save and be smart and you want to be carefree and go on trips every weekend. That's just it a just fight ready to happen. It just doesn't work out because money literally is the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. And when you're a non-financially sound individual trying to court someone who is financially sound, it's gonna work. It's not gonna work out mm-hmm. unless you're willing to understand their way and get on board essentially because people who are financially sound are not interested in being (laughs) irresponsible trust me when i tell you they are seeking to build they're seeking to build and prosper and go forward they're not seeking to backtrack and do things in a carefree kind of way so if you know that you're not ready to be that adult leave them the fuck alone Mm -hmm. seriously just leave them alone and don't try to you know i'm saying rub off any of your bad behavior on them or tell them that they can just, you know, skip a bill, skip this, skip that. They're not interested in skipping a damn thing. They they really not. And you really should leave them alone and work on yourself and work on your thought process around why you think it's okay Yep. to be that way. Mm-hmm. That's the better question. So we want to know too with, with that, can y'all do it? Can yes. y'all date somebody who isn't financially sound or as financially sound as you are to where you're doing all this adulting and they're not even halfway there. Can you do it? Hit us in the DMs, let us know. But definitely want to hear some feedback for this because I just want to know, are we abnormal or are there some people out there that are abnormal that really think that that shit flies? Some people it works because they some there are some people who get with people and they're like, well, I love them for who they are, and they'll just let them do. And that I shit. Und- and while I understand loving someone for who they are, me personally, if I was on the end of, you know, I really like this person, we've been dating for a while, things like that. I'm seeing past the fact that they live at home with mommy and daddy. I can't see myself proposing to someone who lives at home with their parents. Nope. They're not prepared to uphold a household with me. Mm-hmm. So that's a no break that's a no no brainer for me that it's it's a it's a put on pause. Mm-hmm. I won't say that it's a deal breaker, but it's definitely a put on pause until I can see that they can really hold their own. True. Now I will say this. 
there was a time in my life where I did live with my parents. You know what I'm saying? This was prior to meeting my my lovely wife here. Yeah, but you were in transition. That's totally different. This was prior to the divorce. You were still in transition. It wasn't... I say transition because you were coming out of a situation where you were on your own. It wasn't like you intentionally never left the nest. That's the kind of person that okay, I'm, I'm talking that. about before all of that. I'm talking about years ago. Okay. When I came home from school, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and I was trying to balance music mm-hmm. and getting a job so I can make some money to pay for a lot of stuff that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And I was living at my parents' house. You know what I'm saying? About how old were you? I was early 20s leading up to maybe 24 okay 24 and I was living at home I did have a job at a restaurant or whatever it wasn't really making much money but it was doing what I needed it to do mm-hmm. but my goal my ultimate goal was to move out was mm-hmm. to get on my own and all this stuff so I'm juggling music and that music and but you weren't comfortable I was space. I was never put it like this my father made sure that I wasn't comfortable okay <laughs> my parents both allowed me to live there mm-hmm. of course I still had responsibilities in the house and stuff like that because right. I mean it was their house they're allowing me to stay here rent free but I still had to take care of house as if I was still actually living there as a child right you know what I'm so I respected that but my father made sure to not make things comfortable because he wanted me out. Just like all his kids that wind up at Mm -hmm. home, he wanted us to fuck out of there. Right. He didn't want y'all to stay too long. Don't get too comfortable. Right. And none of us were ever comfortable. We all wanted to get out of there Mm -hmm. because of the type of household it was. It was too much stress Mm -hmm. in there. So, you know, I met my ex-wife while I was still living with my parents, but at the same time, they were living with their parents too. Mm -hmm. The only difference was... I was working on a plan of exit. Yeah, you had an exit strategy. Right. They were not. They were comfortable where they were. So I'm trying to get my car. I'm trying to get this new job. I'm trying to get this spot. I'm trying to get all these things. You know what I'm saying? Including finishing up uh, classes from school remotely and shit like that. So Mm -hmm. I had a lot of stuff going on that I was juggling, but I was out here to get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I got it. You know what I'm saying? I planned a lot for it. I saved every penny. I found deals on shit so I was able to do certain (laughs) stuff. You know what I'm saying? Even with my broke ass at that time. You know what I'm saying? Even with my broke ass at that time, I was still managed to have fun. I still managed to have, you know, friends who had a good time, who didn't mind helping me out. If they wanted to spend time with me, they, hey, Mo, I got you. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Cool. But I had an exit strategy. And that has always been my motive. Every time that I leveled up in a certain in a certain way, mm-hmm. I sought another way to level up again. Right, and keep correct. Leveling up and keep leveling up and keep leveling up till I get to where I wanted to be. And that's the thing: you have to level up and you have to be ambitious. Mm-hmm. And uh, 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 any man, woman, whomever, if you're not ambitious and you don't even know what it is to have an ambitious spirit, you're not ready. Like 
You just, you're not. You're just not ready. You know no. what I'm saying? You cannot get comfortable. Growth does not come from uncomfortable, from comfortable spaces. It just doesn't. Mm-mm. And that's just being realistic and being honest and, you know what I'm saying, being very real. So, to get back to the listener's question, the basis of the question, can you date someone who is not as financially ambitious and sound as you are and how do you handle taking criticism from this person who isn't on the same level as you it's a no (laughs) it's a no I'm not going to be able to take you know advice from or you know criticisms and things like that like you can't tell me shit you can't tell me about what the fuck I'm doing. You can't tell me nothing because you're not you're not even a real adult right now. You're a 2.5 <laughs> adult and I'm a whole 5.0. So, you can't tell me a damn thing until your until your bill spreadsheet looks like mine. You can't We say can't nothing. we can't have a conversation. No. And, you know, until you know your ambition is not to uh go have sons out buns out. <laughs> I can't. You know what I'm saying? I just, I can't. And um, I don't think that you should allow anyone to take you to a bad financial place for fear of losing them. How do you break it to somebody though? Like, how do you just say it? Level up. I mean, but how do you say it to them? Like, You need to level up. So, okay. You, You need to... That's the easiest and most honest way to tell it to that person. I'm sorry, but until you are a little bit more financially sound Mm -hmm. within yourself, we can't go any further. Because I can't see myself taking you through financial courses at this stage of the game. I'm not going to do it. You ain't gotta look at me like that, man. I mean, I just like to make eye contact when I'm talking. Your eyelashes sexy. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I was I was wondering how you would break it to somebody because it's like I know some people who are in this situation or have been in this situation found it difficult it to without hurting their feelings, like. You hurt my feelings by not being financially sound, but you steady got so much shit to say about what my pocket's doing. But I want to tell you so bad that I need you to level up. I really need you to get your shit together and mind your damn business to catch up or I'm out. You know what I'm saying? So I was curious for me, I don't like to hurt people's feelings. Even though I could be a bitch, I could be hard. Mm Mm-hmm. I still don't like to hurt people's feelings. No, it's it's never it's never about wanting to do it. I I know I'm saying it's never about wanting to do it. So it's like me finding a way to just tell your ass, look, I can't. You, the way that you handle money, the way that you handle your money, I don't even want you to sniff what my money smells like because you At don't all. even have control over what the hell you got going on. So you won't have to stay over there. And, you know, I, it's not going to be too many times that I'm going to have conversations with you. Like, so, when are you moving out of your parents' house? Like, I'm not even I'm mm-hmm. not even going to go there. You know what I'm saying? If you, look, if you like it, I love it. Stay mm-hmm. there. We just can't go nowhere. Nope. And honestly, 
if there is no exit strategy, like a legit exit strategy, and I see you actually striving for that exit strategy, right. and you're doing what's, re- what's required, there is no reason for me to stick around, Joe. There's mm-hmm. no reason for that. Why? Because I'm still gonna. I feel like I'll still be asking the same question. So how? What? What? How far are you in? What are we doing? What's the next level? What's going on? And then, this is the icing on top of the cake. I'm gonna just mm-hmm. throw this right here and throw this out there. Don't let the exit strategy be you. Ooh, that's a good one, baby. Listen. Don't let the exit strategy be you. They living with mom and dad. They they getting taken care of and this and that and the third. And next thing you know, they living with you. Yep. At your house. And they still not paying no no bills. Because why? Well, you was able to afford this place without me. So just add an extra body. Hello. And that's how they be thinking. They'll and try that's to make it how sound they'll so get you. cute and sweet. Like, oh, we living together. Mm-hmm. I want to live with you. One whole time. All that stuff. But they not you become prepared. Mommy and daddy. You, sti- you become mommy and daddy. Don't invite no motherfucker to stay in your house. That Do not do that shit, man. Uh-uh. Don't no. do it. If you know damn well that they were not responsible, trust me, I played Captain Save a Person. Hmm. I will never do that again. Never. Ever. I got my wife in. Ain't no way I'm doing that shit again. You know what I'm saying? All of this is it. That's it. That's it. And that's it. That's it. But for everybody else, do not get yourself caught up in a situation like that. No. And you know what I mean? Like, if that person... You know they make the money and they choose to just not be responsible with it. And, you know, you guys get to that place where it's like, well, we want to live together. Make sure that you make them responsible. Mm-hmm. Meaning that, okay, if we living together, how is that going to work? Ask them what they, what they see. Write out a financial spreadsheet yes. on what the financial responsibilities will be. Don't let these folks come live with y'all, mooching off of y'all. And you expecting them to be anything different than how they were at mommy and daddy house. Hello. It's not going to work. It's that not going to work. groundwork needs to be laid out. Communication. Beforehand. And groundwork. Yep. For sure. Hell yeah. But we're not going to rap to y'all too, too, too much this time around. We are going to let y'all enjoy the fabulous Wednesday. We hope that y'all, we delivered on a lovely episode that gives you awesome food for thought. Mm-hmm. And... If you're dealing with somebody who has yet to level the fuck up, tell them to get their shit together. If you got to play that Sierra song just to get them pumped to level up, do that shit. Period. Tell them to get it together. Level up. Uh, level up. <laughs> I don't care if you got to do that shit around a house, duck walking, whatever. Just level up. Even man. as a subliminal, just let them know what's up and how you feel. Mm-hmm. Don't get caught up with somebody who can't level up. Period. Don't. Yep. All right, y'all. We finna be out. Peace. Peace.